Blog Talk Radio. New music? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. I'm your host, Steve Duncanson. I am joined by uh, my, my co-host, Marilyn Acasio. Marilyn, how are you? Hello, Steve. Hello, Aurelia and all our listeners. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Glad to be here again with you. Uh, absolutely. Seems like a long time since we've, uh, since we've been on the, uh, on the air. Um, but, uh, and, and obviously, change is only constant in life, huh? <laughs> yeah, it does, it does seem like a long time. Yeah, and it, there is a lot of change, and I see a lot of people going through changes, but that's what life is all about. Yes, it is. It certainly is. You know? So, uh, and preparing ourselves for that is is really what allows us to experience success in in life. You know, uh, there there are a lot of different things that you know, I, and, and and here's the thing: the speed of change as it's taking place. Um, is increasing. It's not slowing down. It is picking up, you know, and um, so that causes us to have to be more adept, more adept at understanding things that are going on around us and things that are going on inside of us. And kind of what we want to talk about a little bit here today, what's going on inside of us, some things that we don't, may not even know. Um, I, I probably shared in the past, but, uh, you know, it just came to me, uh, again, based on the experience that I'll share with you in a little bit, uh, the truth of um, something that, that Dr. Carl Young said. You know? He said, until you make the unconscious conscious, the unconscious will direct your life and you'll call it fate. Right? Mm-hmm. Until you make the unconscious conscious, the unconscious will direct your life and you'll call it fate. And so what that, what that expresses essentially when we look at knowledge as a whole, right? If you look at it as a whole pie, there is a, a, a quarter of that that might be things that we know, the things that we know that we know, okay? And, and so we know that we know where we live. We know that we know our names. We know that we know um, who our family is. Those are things that we know that we know. Then there's another quarter that might be things that we know we don't know, right? So I know that I do not know um, – uh, biochemistry. I know that I don't know how to fly a plane. Um, I know that I don't know how to build a house. I'm not an engineer. Okay, so those are things that, that I know that I don't know. But now, the but the bigger part of this pie would be the things that we don't know that we don't 
No. So again, keep in mind, it's the things that we know, know that we know, the things that we know that we don't know, but then the larger parts are the things that we don't even know that we don't know. And those things manifest themselves in, in our lives. We end up getting results. We wonder, how did that happen? And it happened because there is something that we aren't aware of. And oftentimes getting, getting insight into what we're not aware of really requires taking time to analyze our lives, the results that we're getting, right, that we're consistently getting, um, and also to get feedback from other people, you know, to get the, to, to get the best picture of understanding who, who and how we are, getting feedback from others. Sometimes some things, we can, we can do some stuff and just wonder where, where, where that came from. But it came from somewhere that we might not have recognized about ourselves. So what happened to me? Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm, it was uh, late, late in the evening, and I'm riding back to, to Brooklyn from Long Island with a, a buddy of mine. And as we're, we're coming down Eastern Parkway, um, crossing Atlantic, almost about to cross Atlantic Avenue, um, and it's, again, it's late in the evening, so it's, it's re- relatively dark. But um, anyway, uh, as we're coming across a particular street there, a woman with a child, child couldn't have been any more than maybe like five years old, if that. So she just walks right out into the street. I mean, she's on the, she's on the phone. So she's not even thinking about anything, right, okay? She's on the phone, and she just walks um, distractedly, you know, into, into the street in front of our car. And um, thank God my, my buddy of mine was driving, and uh, so he swerved and, and didn't end up hitting her. But, um, you know, it's what happened after that that really became the, the lesson for learning for me, right? Because um, I was incensed by the fact that this woman would simply step out into the street with the child, not paying attention, being on her phone, right? And so when he, as he, he pulled up next to her uh, and he rolled down the window, and before he can say anything, I yelled out, you idiot, right? And, after, and the, the, the moment I yelled out, you idiot, I recognized that um, – I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> where, where, where did that come from? Why did I do it? And I knew immediately that I'd made an error. I knew that I'd made a mistake. Anyway, so, you know, after I said that, you know, she, the woman uh, standing on, on the island in between two sides of the street, she stopped on the phone for a moment. She said, hold on. She said, um, and, and then my buddy said, do you realize what you did? And she said, yeah, uh, that was a mistake, but you called me an idiot, and then she began, then she, um, she blessed me out <laughs> for the next 30 <laughs> seconds or so, right? Mm-hmm. And, and when she did that, um, you know, I, I, in, in my initial thing was try to defend my position, what it is that, that I said, and why, because based on why I did it. However, what I recognized that, you know, what she did was purely by accident. You know, she was a mistake, and she admitted, admitted that it was a mistake. What I did was, uh, you know, cast a judgment on, on her based on something that was going on inside of me. And as soon as I did, I was like, wow, why, why, did, I, why did I do that? Where did that come from? And, um, and 
you know, I began to think about the you know different things that 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 I was you know dealing with at the time or whatever. But I projected all those things onto her in that moment in time, and I lost that opportunity because that was really a teachable moment. That was mm-hmm. a teachable moment for 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 her as it relates to you know really paying attention. But I blew that opportunity because of my my judgment on 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 her. Uh, as opposed to simply recognizing that we as human beings, you know, we, we make mistakes, we make errors. And um, so, again, it just caused me to think about, you know, uh, how all too often that when we react to people and things, many times it's based on something that's going on inside of us, not necessarily from them. It's things mm-hmm. that's going on inside of us. And exactly. the, the need to increase or raise our level of self-awareness so that um, we don't add to negative situations by putting our own stuff and our own selves in there. But that self-awareness is is key. And, you know, we've talked many times in the show about emotional intelligence, um, and the the elements of emotional intelligence are self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. And that first one, that Self-awareness, understanding who and how we are, what motivates us, what motivates us, what uh, where are where the behaviors come from that we that we engage, um, and the more self-aware we are, the greater our ability to have positive effects on on other people. Right? But um, that that dynamic of what's going on inside of you, why do you do what you do? Forget somebody else. Why do you do what you do? And what are the results that's creating in your life? And is that okay? Right? Why do you do what you do? Um, why do you continue to get those results? And is that okay? And and taking time to, was it that um, Shakespeare means that the, the unexamined life is not worth living? And taking time to examine ourselves, you know, and, and, and where these things come from and what we can do to be able to change it to get a greater level of result. Now, I know, Marilyn, on a regular basis, you know, you, you work in, in the area of, um, you know the the you know the metaphysical and, and dealing with Reiki and, and things of that sort. Do you find any kind of connection between what I what I experience, what I'm talking about here, and and what you do from uh, from day to day? Do you find any sort of is there any kind of correlation that you might be able to make between the two? Oh yes, definitely. We we don't realize how most of us are walk around like. Uh, it's like we're asleep and we're unconscious and we're walking around like zombies. You look at people on the train and like you said, people, you know, crossing the street and looking at their cell phones. And so we're unaware. And um, I actually specialize in helping people to um, have this awareness and to really connect with the the higher self, which is, you know, our our spiritual being and our, our spirit. That's what and that's what creates inspiration and creation. And then there's the ego, which is the one that wants to uh, tell us that we're not good enough, or we are what we own, or we are what we do. But that's not who we truly are. That's not our identity. Not that's not how we were born. So we lose that awareness along the way. And mm-hmm. meditation is so important and that's something that they should be teaching in school and because that's when we really uh, just disconnect from this outer world and the chaos and our 
the chitter chatter in our minds and we're able to just allow and to allow and just listen to our our breath and when i when i guide people to do that including children uh they're amazed at how wonderful they feel and and with the children i only do it for one or two minutes and i ask them how they feel afterwards and the reaction that i get is amazing um one little girl at the age of 10 said she felt like she was in paradise and she felt really safe and she felt like no one can hurt her and i said you can go to that place anytime anytime we can go to that place and i compare it to the ocean the ocean uh, can very be, be very peaceful and relaxing and it can also get very dangerous and our minds are like that our minds can be it's like the chitter chatter is like the ocean the ocean waves but when you go to the bottom of the ocean there's a stillness and a peace and it's quiet and that's how our mind is and we have to really get to know our mind and to really uh, control it and control the ego because the mind can lead us to success and peace and happiness but it could also lead us to destruction so we have to really we have to really learn how to do these things and it only takes one minute one minute or, or two minutes to start um, it's essential to to a healing process everything starts mentally and emotionally and if we don't address those things mentally and emotionally eventually it's going to get us somewhere in our physical body because those emotions have to go somewhere and another thing that you mentioned is that uh, when we react to certain things it's not really about the other person it's something that's within us so that person or that situation is actually just a messenger for ourselves to see and look within what is it in myself that needs healing right so right, it's you're just a reflection of something that's inside of ourselves and i when i have an experience that say someone cut me off the, the other day and they gave me the finger right so instead of getting mad at that person i i've already come to the point where i know that i said okay so where did i feel that way towards someone or act that way towards someone because now it's it, this is a reflection of something inside of me and that's why I'm getting that's that's just how I have learned to perceive things that it's 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 a message for me to look at something within myself so not not to get angry at that person or judge them or has nothing to do with them and and I tell you this is certainly something that we can uh, we we talk about however um the the practical aspect of it is is so very is so very real you know I do a I do a training called tactical communication for gaining cooperation right mm-hmm. but one of the, the the principles I mention in there is really I talk about something called the law of the inner game the law mm-hmm. of the inner game and the essence of that law in simplicity is that the game must be won on the inside before it can be successfully played on the outside. That it, it, the game must be won on the inside before it can be successfully played on the outside. If you look at professional athletes, 
um, you, know, you, you and, and, and any any coach or, or professional athlete or anyone that that um, competes on a high level will affirm the need to have the right mental and internal attitude and environment before you engage. Um, because if the internal is wrong, then invariably the outside. You know, many times the difference between individuals that can play at, um, uh, that, that can compete on a, uh, uh, who, who might be good ball players in the park, but aren't, don't make good ball players professionally, um, is not because of their physical skill. It's really about the, the mental emotional aspect of um, competing. Uh, what it means to be a part of a team, how you handle failure, crisis, conflict, right? Um, being able to master the inner game, and um, you know, and, and and I think for all of us, there's just different places and, and, and contexts in which we uh, where, where, where we find we have have a challenge. And so you know, keeping it real for for myself, you know, when it happened the other the other day, if there's any place that I'm going to be really tested with regard to what's going on inside of me is when I'm driving. Yeah, that's the best, that's going to be the place, right? <laughs> uh, there, there are, you know, many times uh, I, I wish, like, uh, I said to myself, oh, I wish I had a microphone. I can uh, tell these people really what I think. Or, uh, you know, I like to have a little button that I could push on the end that wouldn't hurt anybody, but it would kind of like slap them upside the head when they do something crazy, right? But I, I, I recognize that, that, that that's going to be an environment that's going to test me. But what it what it reveals is what's in me, not somebody else. And we're not saying that that the other person doesn't there is an issue with what that person has done, right? Because again, if we go back to that woman walking in the middle of the street, yeah, that was something that she shouldn't have done. She should have paid attention. I, we get that. However, my reaction is is what the problem was, um, because my reaction turned that from that something that could be something positive. To something negative, positive what? Because it could have been simply really a teachable moment. It would have been an opportunity if we recognize that with every interaction that we have with someone is another opportunity to influence them, for for negative uh, or or for positive, right? For for good or for or for evil. And uh, what I did at that moment was disqualify myself from because she definitely couldn't hear another thing that I said. After I yelled out, "You idiot!" That's the only thing she heard from them. My buddy was trying to tell her, you know, no, don't pay attention to him, but focus on me. But she was just totally, uh, you know, taken out of the box by by what I by what I'd said. And so, uh, again, it's what it really is a revelation of is what's what's going on inside of, of us at any given point in time, and how is that? Effect and impact the results that we're getting in the various contexts of our lives, and uh, take time to be able to consistently do things to build ourselves up. You know, the irony is, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm so I'm, I'm a trainer, right? I'm a speaker. I, I, I talk about these things, and one of the things that I said to one of the audiences I spoke to, it was pretty much that same week, was that. I certainly do not hold myself up as some sort of paragon of um, how to how to be when it comes to to these things. I'm on the journey just like everybody else. We're on the journey, 
Um, the key is what are we what are we learning? The, the willingness to assess self not as always being right, but assess oneself as human, and how am I utilizing? Uh, am I learning from uh, the lessons that life is is teaching? Um, and uh, in in that instance, it definitely was self revelatory that. Um, uh, I need to I need to work on me and not focus as much on somebody else. I mean, what what if we were to what if we were to do that? If everybody were to take mm-hmm. some more time to look at themselves and then be um, the the person that we're supposed to be, uh, which will allow us to then do what we should do and then have the results that that we want. Again, it's the it's the be do have, not the um, do have the sort of uh, situation and um, uh, but it really does require and necessitate um, for for us to want to be better than we presently are to not simply accept it and to consistently engage um, and, and it's it's not like we ever arrive which is the key here it's not like we arrive we're on this journey um, to becoming more than we presently are. It, it is it is definitely a journey. And so mm-hmm. uh, we ask ourselves, what is it what is it that you do? What do you consistently do to ensure that you're getting better? You know, um uh as you you, you it's been said about motivation that motivation is like uh, you can't just get motivated like one time and you have to continually do it. It's like taking a bath. You've got to do it every day. You've got to pour something in that's going to allow you to, again, see yourself the way that you should be uh, and um, to produce the, ultimately the results that, that, that you want to produce. And um, As you've mentioned, Marilyn, I guess the different ways to be able to, to make that happen, different practices to, to engage, but uh, finding one that will work for us is is key. It's not okay to be that way, the way we've always been. You know, you hear someone say, "Hey, that's just the way that I am." What that is is a snapshot of a moment. And right. if we simply say that uh, all we can be is a snapshot of a moment, then we're kind of like in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, life's not a snapshot; it's it's a movie. Um, and and we are the the directors of that movie. We're the casters. Everything with regard mm-hmm. to it, and um, we've got to find a, a process to to engage to allow us to to be more than we presently are to get greater levels of results in in, in our lives. Now, I've been going on for a moment, and it sounds like you want to get in there some something, Marilyn. So, um, oh yeah, I, I lend deference to you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a couple of things. I like what you said that our life is like a movie. You know, we're the director, and we 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 get to choose how we are going to uh, direct this movie, right? So we're we're the creators, and we get to choose. We make a choice because a person can have the same life, um, and one can have one perception and the other one can have another. One can be, you know, really happy and feel successful, but then the other one has the same life, but they're focusing on everything that's going wrong. And so it's how they're, how you, they're perceiving the world. Uh, you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at will change. And I also like what you said about uh, the per- it's not looking at the other person, but looking at ourselves and 
knowing that our our inner world is what creates our outer world. Mm-hmm. I if you don't see it in your mind first, you're not. It, it will not manifest. You have to see it in your mind first in order for things to manifest. And and we can't go around blaming other people for uh, certain uh, results and outcomes that we have in our lives because we are responsible for our own lives. But uh, we complicate things. Uh, we think something uh, like meditation is complicated, but it's not. It's not complicated. It's something that um, we can practice every day and you will feel a difference if you take that one minute, two minutes to just close your eyes, allow yourself to relax. Um, just feeling feeling your toes, your hands, and feeling the energy flowing and just listening to your breath. And as you exhale, just releasing all that tension and all that stress that you have in your body. It's not... Um, it's not something that's complicated. And actually, meditation is proven by, by the doctors. There's a, a Dr. Bernie Siegel. He said that the physical benefits of meditation, actually, it, it does things like lower the blood pressure, uh, the pulse rate, and the level, of, the level of stress hormones in the blood. So... Yes, it will. It will actually benefit us physically because mm-hmm. that stress that comes it comes from the emotional and mental part of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I really encourage uh, everyone to start practicing that and start noticing how different you feel because and it may seem like. Uh, you know, our that other part of ourselves says, oh, one minute, two minutes, that's not going to do anything. But you won't know until you try it. Because it's like you said, we have to. There's, there's, there's what we know that we know. Like, I know that I don't know Chinese. So there's a, you know, we know what we don't know. But, but you don't know that you don't know if you haven't meditated what, what, what it can do and how it, how, how it can change um, how you feel. And I say... How, how you think causes you to feel how you feel, and how you feel is going to cause you to act how you act. So why not choose the empowering? Mm. Mm, good, absolutely, absolutely. So that there, then the reality is, there's this a part of us that is, uh, I think it's referred to as unconsciously incompetent. Right? We don't even know that we don't know, um, but yet it produces a, a a result. But if we engage processes to be able to gain that awareness to to get that feedback um to to take uh take the moment uh, whether it's it's meditating or even in a situation to take a beat in be in between before we say what we say and again please know as i say this to you i'm saying it to myself right to, mm-hmm. to take a moment before we speak to not allow um what's called a, a an amygdala hijack like the the, the uh, our emotions to to take over in the moment and then dictate what our behavior is going to be, um, but to, uh, to to consistently engage in putting the the, the, the right things. In. You know, again, what we're reading, listening to, watching, who we're associating ourselves with, um, so that and and it has to be ongoing. Again, less 
Les Brown shared with, with us one time. He said, you know, he said even a motivator needs to be motivated, right? That that just because um, he's like just because I you know I travel the world and I motivate others doesn't mean that I don't need to be motivated myself. And um, because if you ever stop working on you, you'll become um, you'll remain what you've always been. And 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 that's almost kind of like a misnomer, right? Because since we live in a universe of constant motion, there's no such thing as staying the same. You're moving forward or you're going backwards. And so um, the key is progress in, in our lives. And it won't happen by accident. Getting better doesn't happen by accident. It happens on purpose. Even if you have an instance where once you, 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 you uh, did get better and you don't know how you did it, well, then how do you repeat it? Right? And how do you teach others, which is you know what life is about again, getting the the results that better results consistently getting better results, and then teaching others to be able to do the same, and not simply through what we say but by what we do because that's the that's the biggest teacher right The best teacher isn't all words, the best teacher is going to be our actions right and so um continuing to qualify ourselves to um be able to share with others by practicing what we're what we're talking about. And, um, uh, the other reason why I kind of mention that story is if any of you listening ha- have had someone or or ever have someone come to you and say, you know, I was driving, I was walking across the street, and uh, um, and I mistakenly um, was talking on the phone, and this guy yelled out, "You idiot! Please tell her I apologize." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am sorry. <laughs> I was the idiot, right? <laughs> so, um, but we've got about probably about about uh, maybe a minute left, and and so, um, any last words you want to uh, share, Marilyn, before before wrap up? Yes, I, I think that the main thing that we should ask ourselves is today: what can I do to become a person that I was yesterday? And I think that sums it up because. Like you said, it's an ongoing process and it's an ongoing journey, and it never stops. It never stops. Mm-hmm. So just ask ourselves, you know, how can I be better than I was yesterday? Oh, great! Yeah, to to better whatever our best has been, right? And um, know that it's if it's going to be, it's going to be because we we made a decision to uh, for it to happen, and then we engaged in behavior to bring that 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 decision. Uh, to fruition, um, to to be able to exist, and so um, the encouragement for all of us uh, is is to take some time to assess um, who we are, why we do what we do, and what we can do to to raise our level of what we're able to contribute to society, because that's what the world's about. Right? It's it's not simply about ourselves; it's what we're able to contribute to society as a whole. And the better we get, the greater our ability to be able to make that happen. Well, I want to thank you very much for, for tuning in to this segment uh, of Paradigm Shifters. Our hope is that we continue to challenge what your thinking is, and uh, we encourage you to, to write in, to call in, to share what your thoughts, questions are, whatever it might be, so that we can continue to be relevant, uh, practical, and make good use of the time that you invest with us here on the program. So until next time, uh, for Marilyn Acasio, for Aurelia, uh, this is Steve Duncanson saying thank you very much. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye now.
Blog Talk Radio.